I never fail. I learn or I win. There is no failure. Because failure only happens when you quit and you give up and you fall back into self-pity, judgment, mm -hmm. blame. Ladies complaint. and gentlemen, That's welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have an international best-selling author, and she's no other person than Julie Seal Kalunji. She is the CEO of Kalunji Group, Julie Seals. Welcome to the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, Victor, on the Diaspora Podcast. I am very humbled, and I am also very excited to be here uh, to get to know more about what you do and also share a little bit and maybe inspire somebody with my life. Absolutely. Your life with your life has inspired a lot of people internationally, worldwide. That is why we are so great. See, the thing is, this um, the, the Diaspora Entrepreneurs um, podcast is for mm. Africans and Caribbeans who are in the diaspora who are looking to like transform from the core nine to five to a place of joy, a place of um, um, living their lifestyle that they mm. actually desire. So, mm. and you are kind of the perfect match for this podcast because you've actually transformed wow. your life. Yeah. So, how's it been? Before I start, have you been to London lately? Not very lately, but yes, I have been to London in the last six months, let's call it that. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Wow. Where do I start? It's a long <laughs> story. <laughs> I'm Julie. Uh, Julie Seal to my friends. I live in Liverpool. I'm a mom of two beautiful human beings. I'm a wife to one amazing Dr. Kalunji. And I am a business strategist and philanthropist. I love to share what I know. I love to learn every day. I love to speak to my God because he's in me and I am in him and her because otherwise there'd be no her without the she. And uh, I love to sing. <laughs> Don't ask me to sing. I wouldn't dare. And above all, I love to spend time with my family, uh, doing fun stuff. Uh, my family is actually quite large. It includes my immediate family, my community, and my wider family in the diaspora. So that includes my friends, my clients, <laughs> my acquaintances. I love having fun with people who love to have fun. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful. You know, we... Mm. we we love family in this show because our core values are family, integrity, mm -hmm. respect, and wow, yeah, and freedom. So that is wow. what that's what we try to like incorporate through this show. You've been very busy in the last mm. couple of days, and you've written like five books. Mm. I've written five yeah. books in seven years. And your latest book is Joy, which is a bestseller. So can you tell us about Joy? Because we everybody wants Joy. So. Wow. You want to know about Joy? Yeah, it's Joy. So you can see what it looks like. It's a beautiful, okay. beautiful book. Mm -hmm. Joy is a collection of 25 stories. It's a tapestry of lives lived by 25 women who have gone through the fire of life's challenges all the joy of life because not all of them are sad stories or anything like that but they are stories that move you from self-pity from pity party from whining from why aren't i getting there to i can do this to i am enough to i am able to i am deserving and every single human being, and I say that with a lot of respect to human being and humanity, will find something in that book that either makes them laugh, empowers them, or educates them. Because there are 25 women sharing lives. And that means they are talking about themselves, 
their families, their communities, their businesses, their everydayness of life, and how they have come through some challenges, and how they handle those challenges to get to joy. And how we have all, because I'm one of the 25 women, but we have all learned one lesson that actually gets the tapestry together because it's sewn together beautifully to create that beautiful resource that you call joy, that it is an internal thing. It's an internal thing. Joy is, is personal to each of us. Joy is available to each of us because it comes from inside of us. No one can wow. give you your joy and no one can steal your joy. You choose to either let them take it or you choose to not be joyful. Um, we have met the most people who have the most dire circumstances life has thrown at them and they still have a generous soul, a smile, and, uh, and I'm sure tomorrow will be a better day. And we have people who live in countries like this, like UK, where there are all kinds of opportunities that we get access to. And you find people who will be complaining, moaning, uh, and having a, a huge pity party all day long. I used to be that person. I used to find something wrong in everything. I used to find, uh, I used to judge Systems, I would judge people, I'd judge my family, I'd judge my children, I'd judge my husband. I was a judge. And until you realize that the more you judge others, the more you're judged. Because when you're judging, you're pointing your finger at somebody and saying, you are this. And as you point, there are five other fingers pointing at you, saying everything you're saying of the other person is actually a reflection of you and how you feel about you regarding that subject. Yeah, because you, you've managed to, you, you, you've obviously transformed yourself. You've written five books in seven years. Was there, was there a defining moment for you to like make this turn and become this very, very self-reliant? Yes. Um, Victor, I grew up in, in Africa. I don't know where you grew up. I grew up in Africa. And uh, in Africa, it, unless you come from a really, 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 really uh, disadvantaged family, you'll find that there's always help around the home. There's always someone who can help you get through stuff. There's that family and also wider family connection, even in the neighborhood. And uh, in UK, when you get to UK, there's a culture shock. You, it's you, you, and yourself, and maybe your immediate family. Now, when I came to UK, I was a young woman in love with a baby. And um, I was a new, newly graduated legal practitioner. I, I, I had my whole life ahead of me. In my head, I had this plan. I was going to get, I actually thought I was going to be a judge. So there you go. I became a judge in the wrong way. No, the wrong ways. And uh, so, UK was a culture shock for me and a weather shock for me. As you can see, I'm still in weather shock. <laughs> and, uh, and so, for the longest time, I always had something not nice to say about the UK. I was always like, I hate this place. It's too cold. It's too this. It's too that. And uh, I kept finding the fault as opposed to the blessing every day it did not occur to me at all that there were people from the country i came from let alone africa and any other parts of the world who would cut their legs off to come to this country with no uh, legal uh determined because I, I i didn't come here as a, an asylum seeker i didn't come here as an economic seeker i came here as a visitor who came to stay with my husband and I was given a full five-year visa, no, no, no deterrence. And everybody who looks at my visa thought, how did that happen? Most people get, once they get to the airport, they tell them six months or even one month. I got five years 
with no record, with no none of those uh, conditions they put on people's visas. So somehow God was shining on me, but I wasn't seeing that. I was busy looking for everything that was wrong with my life, with the country I moved to, with everything around me. And because I was focused on the negativity and the toxicity and the lack, I missed the blessings that were being thrown at me every day by God. And one day I walked out of a job that I had applied for, as we all do, and was a very good job by all standards. Um, and I walked out because I felt like I wasn't appreciated. I wasn't, they didn't, they didn't recognize that I had degrees flying out of my head and I was overqualified for the job and all those things that we carry and we think they are serving us instead of looking at what we can do to serve other people so that we can be elevated as well. So I walked away from the job and uh, a month later, walking away from the job, uh, complaining some more, our home was destroyed by a flood. Mm. Total demo destruction, as in total destruction. The house was completely obliterated. We, we only had the clothes we had on our backs and some few in our suitcases that we could take away with us. And so we were literally homeless. Mm. And that was the, the time when I woke up. I woke up, it was my wake up call, it was my defining moment. But long story short, I decided to change the way I looked at life from that moment because essentially, if we had been in this house when the flood happened, I think we would have had a serious, serious problem. Because the neighbors told us there was an explosion, they thought something had exploded into this house. We were not in the house when it happened. Fortunately, we had gone for Christmas. And when we came back, we had nothing that could be salvaged in this house. So for a few good months, we were homeless until we found somewhere to live. We lived in one room, the four of us, mommy, daddy, children. And so we had a taste of what a lot of people have up and down the globe. Who live in one one room accommodations we had it here in UK and still we had it a lot more I could say it wasn't it wasn't something to be sad about because we had a roof of our heads and we could eat and drink and our children could still get to school and there wasn't a disruption in our lives other than we now didn't have our home that we could call our home so that is what drove me to change my life, Victor, to, to, to focus on the blessings, to focus on even, it, there, there's a saying that every cloud has a silver lining. I, I embrace that. So if I'm going through something, they, I look for something good about it and I ask God, I'm going through this challenge. Where's the lesson in it and what's the upgrade? So was there, was there, was there, um, how did you, what was the realization in those moments? Were there any particular realization that said, you know what, I should be grateful for what's going on. I should start seeing this. Was there any particular thing that stood out to you that you can actually See, when you lose, ev when you lose everything material in life, you start to realize you've got everything in life. Hmm. you have life you're alive so you have you're in with a chance to do something you have your family around you so you're blessed you're not crying and grieving someone in your family has died because of the tragedy that's happened to you so double blessing already you're not sick you're not in hospital because there are people who have all everything material but they are saying god one more hour, one more day, one more minute. And you, you are alive. And if you are alive, there is, there is a message for you in that. that. That means you are not done yet. 
and God, the universe, source, whatever you call that highest consciousness in your life is not done with you yet. You have a purpose and that's the time to look for that purpose. I decided at that point, okay, degrees, qualifications, years of experience, that's all nothing. If I do not accept that there's a reason why I'm here alive in UK, what's my purpose? And you have to like go and look for it. Yeah. Or it's, and were there, were, were there steps that you actually took? Because they, we have hundreds of thousands of people mm. who are in that situation right now. They are from, they are from our background as well. Mm. So, well, is there any, can you give us some steps how you actually did it for yourself to like get to this point? Um, the steps every day is, is a learning process, Victor, at least for me. Uh, I cannot say that you, you're looking at the same woman that if you knew me last year, you would, I would, you'd say I'm, I'm different already. Um, so, the steps I took were first, was first self-realization through self-audit. I asked myself some hard questions. I looked at my life that I'd lived. At that point, it was like, I think, 12 years in the UK. I looked at my life and asked myself, what had I done outside of myself to help someone else to see their blessing other than complaining, looking at other people like there's always something wrong that they're doing. I am always right. It's either my way or the highway. What am I doing to serve other people that can actually help them instead of me? Because I was going through a big, huge challenge, not just, not just uh, personally, because I didn't have a job at the time. Remember, I'd walked away from my job and I, I did not have a job for almost three years. It did not matter where I applied, where I sent it. I even applied to charities to just go and help. And they told me they were oversubscribed. That's how, that's how bad it was for me because God was saying to me, there's something else I want you to do and you are looking in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. And so I continued to ask God. I continued to seek his face. And I continued to pray. I'm a praying woman. I, like I said, I like to sing. Don't mind the sound. Just know that I like to sing. And so I would, when everybody was out and I was with myself and my highest consciousness, I would speak to God. I'd say, what, what exactly do you want me to do? Just show me. I am ready. I am willing. I fasted. I prayed. I read the Bible like it was a textbook. And one day, I received an answer. I received a text message that asked me to look at something as a lawyer, because I trained as a lawyer in Uganda. And so I looked at that information, and I thought, I can do this. And I started taking time to research online, working from home. What can I do working from home? It had never occurred to me that actually people work from home and make money working from home and create life-changing income working from home and don't have to go looking for a job because they will be employing not, not only themselves but other people too. So I started doing research and I cannot tell you how many rabbit holes I ran down into the dark. <laughs> how many, how many... Uh, you, 411s I found you, you, <laughs> and, and got, grow, and got you, drawn into. <laughs> you go through the ropes, there's so many I shiny went objects. Through, yeah, <laughs> those ones. Hey, yeah. I spent thousands of pounds that we did not have because in this country you just put your card in, there is overdraft, there is credit mm -hmm. card, there is all mm -hmm. those things. So you're spending because it's not your money, but when the bill comes, you would know that so, it is not yours. Oh, that's when you know it was your money you were spending. Yeah. So I've learned lessons. Very quickly, I've learned to learn and to be open to the opportunity and then to find if it's the right opportunity for me. 
because everyone's opportunity is relative to them. Yep. I've learned to knuckle down and find the tools, the resources, and create a plan to make that opportunity work for me because every opportunity works. No, absolutely. If you stick it to is it. we who fail. Mm -hmm. And if I fail, and I, I actually deleted that word from my vocabulary, I never fail. I learn or I win. There is no failure. Because failure only happens when you quit and you give up and you fall back into self-pity, judgment, mm -hmm. blame, complaining. That's when you fail. But if you pick the lesson from what you've done and you dust yourself off and you look for the upgrade from that lesson, you will definitely find something better coming through that challenge you've gone through and not got the results you expected. Because that's what people call failure, doing mm -hmm. something and not getting the expected results. So I've learned to focus and to plan my day. And then I'm going to show you one of my other books that I've written. You can actually see the other one. It's right there. It's called The Art of Pinterest Profits. I created okay. a planner, Victor. I plan my day like a major. Because I work for myself, I am the manager, I am the CEO, I am the worker as well because I've got to do some work. Mm -hmm. And I've got to manage my team because now I have a team to manage. In the beginning, I was everything. I was wearing different hats. I take that hat off and say, now you are the admin, take it off. Now you're the counter, take it off. Now you are the content creator, take it off. Mm -hmm. Now you are the CEO. Now you are the marketing manager. Now you are the resources. So now I have different departments that I do. Some of those things do. And so this resource helps me stay on track the winning planner. Me, it's called the winning plan. And uh, I'm able to command my day, knowing exactly what I'm going to do. I'm able to follow my plan because I stick to only three tasks per day. And those tasks fit, fit into one priority. So I follow Gary Keller's The One Thing. Yeah, 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 The One Thing. Because from that one thing, you always get to where you want to go. If you break it down to what's the one thing that fits into one, that's what's the one thing that fits into that. It's like a chain of one thing that you need to do in order to get to the one big thing you want to do. And the, our the actions, effect. exactly. Our, our goals are the results we are looking for. Our goals, therefore, need to be turned into action. Because in my humble opinion, Action is the knocking that we read about in the Bible. Oh. When you do action, you're knocking on that door and it will be opened. Whether you see what you expected to see depends on your asking. Now, asking is every single thought that goes through your mind. Everything you focus on and you take the time to add emotion to it and you take the time to voice it, you are prophesying into your life. You're asking. And seeking is when you get, gather resources. You gather resources. You gather tools. You seek coaching. You seek mentorship. You seek the, the processes and systems to make that goal you want manifest in your life. So you ask with the thoughts you think where your thoughts go, your results flow. You seek by gathering the resources that you need, including human beings, mm -hmm. to get that goal and that thought to life. And the knocking is the action you take to show God that you're ready for the blessing. Wow. You've, you've said so many things. You see, I'm just like shutting down stuff. No. See. You've, you, you've actually mentioned steps that you actually took when you had your realization yourself. You did a self-audit and you did a self-realization and you started moving towards the direction of your, of your calling. Mm -hmm. And we've seen, we've seen you manifest in the last seven years of, with your actual, your actual books or your actual 
content that you've been creating for the past seven years. Mm. Yeah, which I am grateful and I was so privileged to like um, bump into your stuff online and I was like, you know what, she's so blessed and need her to like come and come and share with us some 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 of our magnificence. See, oh, um, Julia. Thank you. See, let's talk about betting ideas now. How mm -hmm. do you how do you bet ideas? Because one you said asking is like thoughts. So mm -hmm. how do you bet ideas? How do you know? For you, how did you know that this is what I what this is what I'm being called to do? Right. Like you say, birthing ideas. I believe that I'm in I'm in a couple relationship. I am happily married. And uh, I believe my husband brings ideas and I birth them. I was created to birth the ideas. So we sit together with my husband and we talk about where we're going. So all these things, I didn't manifest them by myself. Like, hey, it's me, me, me. If you look at the winning planner, you'll notice that it was actually written by Dr. and Mrs. Kalunji. When you look at the Art of Pinterest Profits, you'll notice that it was written and edited by Dr. Ka it was written by me, edited by mm -hmm. Dr. Kalunji. And actually, the artwork was created by our children. So there's, it's, there's teamwork involved in birthing an idea. So you've got to find your success team or your, or your whatever you want to call it team or your wealth team. But you definitely need to find that team because nobody succeeds on their own. Mm. So I had to find my success and wealth team in order to birth that idea properly. Now, how do I know that this is the idea for me? It's through action. If you get an idea which you write down, it's called journaling in my life. I journal, I write down things. I have notebooks everywhere. If you look around my workspace, there are notebooks everywhere of every color that you can think about. Notebooks. Wow. Yeah, I write, I write, I write everything that I think about. I call it downloading it. I download it from my mind so I can look at it with a critical look and see if it's actually what I really want to bring to birth in my life because as you know i've told you i had i had shiny eyes and i was mm -hmm. attracted to shiny objects yeah. so i have learned to discern by listening to the inner man and the way i do that is by meditating on the word and meditating with my god and i see i ask questions if that idea that I've written down and I'm trying to birth, I do not get a visual representation of that idea in completed form. Like I am already living this idea I've already achieved. I've already got where I'm going and this is it. Then it is not my idea. Hmm. I get what and you're this, saying. I learned this from a woman called Natalie Ledwell and a man called John Maxwell. And uh, that's because I, this was something I said before when we were joking around and I said, don't DIY your success. Don't DIY your writing. Don't DIY anything. Find someone who has done it, your wealth team. Your wealth team must have somebody who has already done it. Yep. And therefore you are walking in the footsteps of greatness or success already. You have a blueprint or a roadmap to get to where you want to go. Otherwise, you are the Einstein and you're going to try 1,001 times before you get that light to come to life. Do you have the patience, the resources, the, the team around you to actually get to those 1,001 times of, well, challenges and lessons before you actually get the light to come to life? Most people don't because we have microwave mindset. Okay. The microwave mindset right now is what is what is you just like you want to get it now let's get it now let's do it now mm, 
This is this is this is powerful. So don't DIY your success. No, don't DIY your success. Always, you you, you, you have a blueprint, it. Victor. Do you know you have a blueprint at least at least twenty years old? At least for most of us, for twenty years, your parents hold your hand and take you through a plan, a proven system, a proven process where you have you build habits. The minute we finish with that system, we are like, I am loosed, I am free, I'm not doing that ever again. And we literally leave the blueprint the day we graduate from the university we graduated from or the college we graduated from. Or for many of us, in the school we walk away from because of either we don't want to finish school or there are no resources to help us finish school. Either way, we have a blueprint for forming habits. Every day I woke up at 5 a.m. throughout my young life. And then when I, when I graduated, I was like, I can sleep till 10 o'clock or 12. I can spread my wings every morning. I don't have to do anything till I... You're throwing away the blueprint. Habits. Success is a habit. Yeah, so what are you, see, I was so going to go there, your success, your success habits. What, what habits did you create for yourself that actually took you? I wake up every morning. The first thing I do is I acknowledge that I am alive and I am grateful that I am. And I did not wake myself up. I know we all say, oh, I wake my, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'll switch the alarm on. Do you know you can have an alarm and you don't even hear it? until the spirit in you wakes you up. So your spirit can work with you to wake you up at that time you want to wake up every day. Or it can tell you, no, not today, you're sleeping until 11. And you've just been saved from something. We live by grace. So every morning, I thank God that I'm alive, I'm awake, and God love the world because I am awake now. Let's go mm -hmm. serve somebody. So who do I need to bring my A game for today? Who do I have to bring my A game on for today? Yeah. And I then give myself five to 15 minutes to just breathe and connect to my inner man so I can bust some ideas and go ahead for the day to serve. I command my morning thereafter. I speak what I want my morning to have. I usually follow um, a blueprint by, like, I, I love blueprints, by Dr. Cindy Trim. And uh, depending on how much time I have that morning, I can either do a short, quick one of about 10 minutes or I can have the full 30, 30 minutes commanding my morning. As I'm commanding my morning, I exercise. So I lift up my metabolism and give my heart a good hug so that I am, I am healthy at 90 as I am right mm -hmm. now. And uh, I make breakfast for the family and everybody goes off and then I start my day. I start my day before I've done all that. I've had my, my morning brushing and getting dressed, obviously. Um, I start my day. I check my messages, I have a brainstorming session with my team, and then we get to do what we were supposed to do. I have my breakfast myself, and I'll have a shower if I had a very sweaty exercise. If I didn't have a very sweaty one, because sometimes I just take a walk, then I just get down to work. The first thing I do is I go teach my masterclass. So, habits, meditation, devotion, so, because there's a higher power inside of you. Set your day and decide what you're going to do for that day. That is what I do when I say, who am I going to show up for today? And usually, the night before, I've written what I want to do the next day in this planner. So, in the morning, if I receive a different download, then I will just change what I was going to do for that day, following what I believe I'm being led by spirit to do. And then, I'll focus. I use what I call the power hour. Every hour on the hour, I make sure I'm doing something that is contributing to either my spiritual, my economic, my social, or my relational yeah, yeah. being. 
and because it's a working day, I break down my hour for so the first three hours in the morning. I'm teaching. I'm getting my research done. I get my team to do the work. And I am checking in every 15 minutes and getting up and stretching so that I don't sit down for like three straight hours. I don't work in an office for nobody, so I don't have to sit for three straight hours like I work in a call center. I stretch. I have a cup of tea in between. And I make sure I am still on track. Fortunately, I don't give myself too many things to do, so that is always what keeps me on track. Habits. Oh, you've made, you mentioned you mentioned mastermind and teaching. What do you what do you teach? What do you mastermind? What can you just go deep go into deeper? That? Right. Yeah. So, I am a business strategist, and I focus my strategy on digital and social media marketing. Because without, without customers, a business is not a business. So I teach people how to build their business in the digital space and attract the right people around them that are happy to not only buy from them, but also share their message. Like affiliates. I also help people do it for them. So I have the DIY. That's when I teach you how to do it. I also, did, I also have the done for you, where we do the heavy lifting for you as a social media managing agency. So we run your social media and build your community and do engagement for you, do your social listening, and basically help you build your brand, hit the numbers that matter, get heard, get seen online as a pro, and get the results you deserve, whether you're a ministry, a nonprofit, or an enterprise or just a solopreneur. And then we have the consulting. So we have the DIY done for you or the done with you, where we sit with you and we go through your business and I give you some pointers, strategies, what to do and you go do it. So my mastermind is for new startup business owners to get a feel of what they need to do in order to build a business and get away from microwave mentality and get away from uh, overnight success and uh, and quick get rich quick schemes and get away from shiny objects yeah i like the microwave so, mentality talk yeah so <laughs> i help people to know that i mean victor the day the day you you met your darling wife and you and you had intimacy together is not the day she had your baby which you had absolutely so there is a gestation period in everything that's worth having. Plant, human, creature. Everything has a, a period when it is gestating. It is transforming. When you plant a seed, it's one little seed. It then has to die to being a seed in order to become a plant. And so in order to become something worth having, you have to die unto the victor today so that you mm -hmm. can become the victor you want to become. The agent of change. The diaspora chief of chiefs. Absolutely, yes. You know, you know, we we are all diaspora chiefs. And you mm -hmm. and you and you are like the diaspora queen right now. Oh, see, Julie, like <laughs> Julie, see, hundreds of thousands of so many of us from mm. from the African and Caribbean community, mm. or let me not just restrict it to that. Many mm. people are actually who are professionals doing their nine to five. Mm. They are actually actually not happy with their job, no. and they're looking for a way out, just to like, just to breathe, so that they'll get seventy five percent. Actually, statistically, seventy five percent of people in the UK hate their job. So what is the, what, see, what, what are the steps? What step would you take to like, mm. to like create something, to like create a lifestyle for yourself if you are in that situation right now? Uh, creating a lifestyle is like planting a seed. It is an ongoing process. It never ends, does it? So the lifestyle I'm living today, I've I've created through that period of complaining, that period of lack of appreciation to who I am today. 
So it's an ongoing process of evolving and changing, but it is having that self-awareness that will help you to build the lifestyle you wish. To take it to a practical step, you've got to do something like this. Let me just show it to you. Right, so Victor, do you see that? That's a vision board. Aha, exactly. Now that, everybody who wants to build something worth having needs to have one of these. Now I'm just, I'm going to put it away for a bit so that it's not in our way. A vision board is you prophesying into your life and asking asking God to work with you to bring that to life, what you're prophesying into your life. Mm -hmm. Because we are all prophets. We just have to know that we have that power to prophesy into our lives. So that vision board allows me to know what I want to achieve this year what it takes to achieve it, how many hours I've got to, to knock to achieve it, and what I need to seek to achieve it. Because now you know what, what it is for me, asking, seeking, and knocking. You know what those three mean in my life. So yes, I, I create the vision board so that I am kept focused on what I want because then shiny object won't come, will she? She Absolutely. is banned. Because mm -hmm. I have a plan. That plan is based on my core values. Hmm. And, yes, yes, yes. and so, if something comes into my ecosystem that is supposed to be an opportunity, I ask myself, does it align with my core values? And it has to align. There is nothing like it aligns with one of them or two of them. It has to align with all five of them. And if it doesn't align with one of them, then it is not mine. So it has to be complete congruent, yes. that's what you're saying. Yes, because there are some things you say, okay, I'm happy to compromise on this so that I can have that. But when it comes to core values, they are what build you to where you need to go. And there's no saying that they won't change because when you're hungry, your core, one of the things you really want is to feed you. And so you will do whatever it takes to feed. But once you have abundance in your kitchen and pantry, your value will change to something else. But So your core values will change. But you need to stick to them in order to get to that manifestation so that you can change for mm. the better, not to compromise on your core values. So I, I build my vision and then I work my plan. So many people don't have a plan. If you don't have a plan, <laughs> you need a winning planner. <laughs> uh, you need a winning yeah. planner. Yeah. Now, here is something I'm going to say that might be maybe shocking. We are not all built to be entrepreneurs, although we are all created enterprising. There is a difference. Yeah. We are all created enterprising. We are all created. We are all born closers, natural born closers. What do you mean? We are all born enterprising. What is that? You are you are born with everything you need to become the best person you can be. Uh -huh. When you're born, you have manifested into this life for someone who asked for you, and you chose them to be their your mama and papa in spirit. By the time you're born, you are ready to live that life you chose to live. And so you've chosen your circumstances in spirit. So you come into this world with everything you need to become that person you decided you wanted to be in spirit. So there's no, there's no empty person. Or there's no, no this, is, this is, I've been doing this for X amount of years and this is who I am. See, that, that right there, you're choosing to be that. You're choosing that, okay, this is, this is it. I'm not willing to go beyond this. This is my ceiling. Hmm. A lot of people keep saying, the sky is the limit. Whose limit? People go beyond the sky every day in, in, normal, in normal planes, aeroplanes. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you see here and it's a cloudy day, there are 
millions of lights above you and you can't even see them. So the sky is the limit. It's only mm -hmm. the view. So you have everything in you to build what you need to build, Victor. The question is, are you ready to pay the price? See, even uh -huh. God paid a price. Even God paid uh -huh. a price. Uh -huh. Yeah, even God paid the price. Even God true? paid a price. The, the, the one price that even no parent can ever think of paying, mm -hmm. he paid it. Right? So there's a price to pay for success. And you have to ask yourself, am I ready to pay the price when you grow up? But as a baby, all you have to do is go, oh, and everyone will go, oh my God, the baby wants food, the baby is wet, the baby is cold, the baby is what, the baby is the other. You're a bone closer. Wow, you only have to okay. open your mouth and you will close you, the deal. I saw where you came from there. I saw where you came from there. So um, regardless of what, uh, what stage we are in life, we are born closers. Yeah. Because if we need it that badly, we will mm -hmm. definitely get it. Yes. Okay. You, will sell, you will sell your clothes. You will sell your house. You will sell, people sell everything to get something they want. Yeah. People sell everything in Africa. At least I know people sell everything from where I came from to buy a ticket to come to Europe. Yeah. So... On, on that on that same on that same sentence, mm. so if you if someone sells everything and comes to Europe, mm. why would they settle for just? If someone sold everything and came to me. No no no! If someone sold everything in Africa or mm. the Caribbeans and comes to Europe, mm. why would they settle for just being just being? mediocre or just just because just because surviving. they did not because they did not spiritually prepare for the journey hmm. you know sometimes you 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 plan to go somewhere and you're like ah, today i don't feel like going there True. your spirit is literally saying you ain't going there True. or see we have two in us because uh, we live here on this planet, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the course. light and the dark. And sometimes the darker side of you has seen the blessing because they see everything you see as well. And so they'll say, no, you don't go there. Well, why should you go there? Then you'll be successful. Then we don't have you anymore. So you stay here. So you have to know discernment. You have to discern. You have to discern. Is this the right one or is it not the right one? And that's why we have parents to help us grow into some good kind of adults and learn some good things so that we can be able to choose our own core values and choose where our life goes. And as adults, we have no excuses anymore. Now we have the choice, the power of choice. And even saying no is a choice. Not doing anything is a choice. Deciding that me, this is me, this is, you know, I can't do that is a choice. Yeah, I chose to sit at home and literally be a dependent for three years. It's a choice. It was a choice. Yes, it was a choice. Everything's a choice. Being jobless is a choice. And the worst choice is being poor. Oh. Mm. Like literally being poor. It is it's a, a choice. But mm -hmm. people don't know that it's a choice. They oh, think, yeah. oh, this is this is my lot. So I'm Yeah, because well. they look outside of themselves for success. They I was that person. I told you I was. I judged everything. I complained about the government, the queen, the taxes, the the, the I would watch the news and say, see, it is their fault that I'm sitting at home without a job. It is their fault. Like, they don't even know you. How can it be their fault? You choose to stay where you are. There are stories of people up and down the world moving from circumstances that are even worse than what we have to, to sheer elevation because they refused to settle because they said, this is not my story. Because they said, I will not die with my music inside of me. Because they decided, this is not my life. 
you decide. Wow. We've been we've been we've been blessed. We've been blessed. We've been we've been spoken to. You, your, 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 your spirit has been your spirit has been lifted up. So if you are if you are just among the seventy five percent who actually don't like your job or don't like what you are doing, just get a vision of yourself or a vision of what you actually want and start making a plan towards it. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Seek guidance. Remember your blueprint. Your parents gave you the blueprint. Whether they, they sent you to school for two years or for the 20 years until you became a fully grown adult, the blueprint is find somebody who has done it before or who is ready to teach you how to do it and then go do it. And that means investing in you because I don't know about you, Victor, but I don't, I, I did not, I do not know anyone who goes to school for free. No, not at all. Someone is paying um, somewhere. Yeah, of course. Mm. Of course. There's no, there's no free education. The, the, see. No. Someone is paying something. Someone is paying somewhere. So yeah. you've got the baton. Your parents passed it on to you that now you have graduated, my son, go find. So they are saying you've graduated, go find a job. But a job is your investor. Mm -hmm. You're not, that job you're working is someone else's dream. They created that enterprise and they are paying you what they decide is your, is your rent so that their dream can continue to be, get bigger, get more fun, get more exciting. So you and decide. And that's why so many of them are not happy. Because you it's not... You decide. It's not actually theirs. Yeah, because it's, it's, your dream is yours to build. So when you get that, that salary every month, you have to get at least 20% of that. That should be yours. Not to go to Primark. Not to go to Selfridges. But to do what your parents did for you all those 20 years or whatever how many years your parents did for you you invest in yourself you continue the the process of improving you of up leveling your skills of yeah. adding knowledge because lack of knowledge my people perish good appreciate lack of knowledge people perish actually yeah because if you have the vision, you need to get the skills, you need to get the knowledge, boom. And you can actually get to where you want to go to. Thank okay. you, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in the next, in the, let's say in the next 90 days, you, I, mm. see, I see that, I see your winning planner. And by mm. the way, where can we get the winning planner from? You can get the winning planner, you can get joy, you can get the art of Pinterest profits, you can get the client Bible, you can get journey without limits. <laughs> they are ready yeah. at kalunjigroup.com forward slash books. Oh, okay. Kalunji group. Very simple. Yeah. Dot com forward slash books. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Guys, go get the planner. Go get all 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 our stuff that she just spoke about. Joy is about 20, 25 women who wrote about their stories. And you can actually learn from it. So go yeah. get it. Yeah. Go get it. Good, good, good. So the next 90 days, what's the mm. next 90 days? What are we expecting from you in the next 90 days? In the next 90 days, you're expecting to see a growth inside of K-Web Social. K stands for Kalunji. Web is, I am a digital geek. I am, uh, I am your quintessential social media chief of operations. So in the <laughs> next 90 days, I will mm. be serving those that are ready to be served as their digital marketing social media marketing chief of operations where I handle your social media, I handle your digital marketing, and you get the results you're looking for. We are we are rebranding and so in rebranding we are also expanding and in expanding we are going to serve our clients in that space. So we want to make sure that that part of our brand sticks. It's called getting sticky. We want to get sticky in that space and so be able to become because right now, I am helping people DIY. So I am always there. 
with this digital marketing and social media marketing and management branch of our business, I then come outside of the DIY and go into the dying it, doing it for you. So we do it for you. And so there are lots of people who don't know what to do on social media. There are lots of people who are who are harassed by social media algorithms. Mm -hmm. yes, I love absolutely. all that stuff. I am geeky, I am techy, and I love learning. So I connect, I combine all those things and I'm always curious about what's going on. And so I am always on social media because I enjoy social media. Some people are always on social media because they enjoy drama. I am on social media to serve and be served. And I am on social media to post on purpose for profit. Wow. So what are your profit, yeah. my profit, everyone's profit. Yeah, everybody wins. It's a win-win-win situation. Absolutely. Good, good. I wanted to ask you, what are your three favorite tools that at the moment you can live without for yourself and your business? Oh, you've seen one of them, the winning planner. The winning planner. Without a plan, <laughs> without a plan, mm -hmm. where, where are you going? Without a plan, you'll always be uh, hired to build someone else's team at the rate they choose for you. So you don't necessarily have to have my planner, but I'd be so chuffed if you did. But you definitely need to have a resource that allows you to command your day. Yeah, Commanding your day means you are setting your, your I, don't, I don't do to-do lists. I do will do. So I don't bite off too much because then I'll be beating myself up in the evening for not co conducting my duties. Mm -hmm. I bite off enough for me to deliver. So by the time I go to bed every day, I'm writing in my journal, which is the planner. Today was good because, because I achieved what I set out to do. A lot of people want the result. For me, I go for the goal because that's where the result comes from. So my planner is that for me. The second thing I, I know as a digital marketer, I can't do without in my website. And I have a few of them. Not just one, not just two, but quite a few. Because that's how I get to show up in the digital space. And I'm not geolocked. I operate globally in the comfort of my home. Mm -hmm. The only way I can do that is because of the blessing called the, the World Wide Web. It's a, good it's a universe in itself. So it's part of the multiverse. So I love my websites. I don't think I can do without them because that's how I show up in multiple places in the digital space and I'm able to attract the people that are looking for what I offer so I can help them and light their way as well. The third thing is my CRM, my customer relationship management system. That's how I'm able to communicate to thousands of people with a click of one finger. I don't have to send a message to everyone personally in thousands. I, I just can't. It's not possible. So my CRM wow. is that tool that allows me to do that with just one click. Wow. This is this is very nice. You've taken us you've taken us through 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 a journey and we are very grateful for this um, for your time out today and for your family as well, who gave you space to like talk to us today. And um, I would say thank you very much to your, to Dr. Kalunji and your, 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 your success team around you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very grateful for them to give you the space and for you as well to be a blessing mm. to us and you've preached and we've heard you mm. and you've given us so much, so much, so much to like think about and marinate your analogy on asking and seeking and action mm. it is very very it has it is very very impactful to me so i'm grateful for that i don't take um, this kind of discussion um easily or on the surface level no 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 i take it very serious which thank you very much julie for being with us today if if they want to like if you. someone wants to get in touch with you, say mm -hmm. someone has been thinking about what you've been saying and they want to get in touch with you, how? Um, everything that you can access about me is at kalunjigroup.com. My social media uh, profiles, my uh, the content I share for free, and there are thousands 
of pieces of content. If you are low down, there's something you'll find in there. If you are finding challenges in building your business, you'll find something there. If you're finding a problem with social media marketing, you'll find a solution there. And if you just want to connect with me, you'll find me there. So kalunjibut.com is where you can find everything you need to know about me. You'll find our services, our products, and just connect. Yeah. So my diaspora entrepreneurs and the chiefs, you know where to go and link up with Julia, kalunjigroup.com. So kalunji is K-A-L-U-N-G-I, group.com. So get in touch with her. Thank you very much, Julia. Thank you. And um, have a lovely evening. Thank you so much, Victor, for having me. I totally appreciate you. I appreciate your audience for listening to me because they are gifting me a portion of their life to listen to me just as I've gifted, gifted them a portion of my life to share. So I appreciate and I am totally excited to hear about your next show as well. So thank you for having me. God Coming bless soon. you. Yeah, bless you too. Thank you. Yeah, all I can say is if you really, really enjoy this show, just do me a favor, subscribe and click the link so that you you get an alert every time we have a new episode. And don't forget, give us a review, give us a rating um, to serve you better. All we have to do is keep improving. Until next week, be great and be strong.